everyone welcome back to black couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for the finale of house of the dragon episode 10 the black queen written by ryan condal directed by greg Iantes. i may have said that correctly i may not have said that correctly but that is the best that i'm going to do i give this episode a 9 out of 10 it wasn't that it was a bad episode i just don't have as much to say as i was pointing out last episode with the greens there feels at least a lot more depth and conflicting motivations going on between that circle whereas the blacks while sure it is uh, nice to have some people that aren't as insidiously fucked up or mentally compromised or morally compromised it is a little underwhelming to go to that side of things because by contrast i find it more disappointing and i i continue to harp on the disappointments with their characterizations more so and it's not so much of oh you're bad people or 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 you're you know as stated prior morally compromised it's just more like you guys make really silly decisions sometimes (laughs) and it goes back to entitlement and even when you're seemingly making good decisions of course there are those like damon in the camp that are going to put forth uh the idea of war but it's not unexpected it's not uh it's almost like yeah who did you think you were married to and the fact that you don't know who you married to is going down to that that disappointment side of things i'm still not into this whole green versus black thing i i I see it continue to unfold in the fandom the brief glimpses i do see even with hbo getting on it with their promotional material but i I don't know if I want to prompt the uh, uh, propped up the blacks as protagonists because they all just feel like entitlement and the unfortunate generational expectations of said entitlement, which is a world in which I myself am a little far removed from and think that everyone is chasing what it means to be to have power whatever those other impotences are for why they believe they're correct it is political from all sides of the angle with people with massive massive egos and while i do like how renera for the most part wants to own being the power that she is i think she's about to get the wake-up call that allison has already truly accepted as a reality which is that despite you having the most valid or even sane voice in the room it's going to be uh compromised or shuttered in the face of the men in the room and i am more curious to see season two with the blacks than i have been with the representation of season one with the blacks because i think that all of 
most of their problems could have been solved if they just would make better decisions whereas the greens are far more politically advanced in their decision making which is why i have a little bit more uh, of a intrigue when they're on the show because they are actually playing the game playing 3d chess and i i would think that or i would have expected maybe that's why i was a little underwhelmed as well that the blacks might have had something up their sleeve all of this time from that moment where she stood next like i was giving her a lot more credit for being like okay i need damon because i need him to be the depravity that i'm not and we're going to put a plan in place for to counter the greens when it's going to come to that because it's going to eventually come to a head and it's like no i'm just shocked and surprised and stunned by everything that's unfolding and reacting and that is not a place that anyone who expected to be on that throne should be in well then get your shit together get it all together and put it in a backpack all your shit but clearly i gave it a high score because it was a a a good script it was a good episode the way things unfolded the cinematography I don't usually pay too much to CGI. If it works, it works. <laughs> it when it completely fails is usually when I'm noticing it. But man, the shots of Vagar and oh, was it Serax? I think it was Serax. I keep forgetting the name of Arax. That's yeah, Serax is Damon's. Arax was Licks. There was a lot of great scenes with those dragons even when they left dragonstone just chef's kiss on how well they showed even the size difference and how young the younger children's dragons are in comparison to some of the the others who have dragons such as damon and rhaenyra and rainus whereas uh aemon is the one with the biggest dragon yeah he has vagar and then helena and aegon have their dragons but we haven't seen them quite yet and we know that bela has a dragon but we haven't seen her with her dragon and we'll talk more about disappointments as well (laughs) well as we get into the character breakdown so let's not uh, pussyfoot around this any further and start getting into the meat and potatoes Raina shows up and lets her know Renice, that her father is dead and that prince Aegon usurped the throne and she says the greens are coming for you you need to man up while this is very shocking to Rhaenyra Damon immediately believes that they have murdered Viserys but Rhaenyra doesn't seem to think that that like it didn't register to me that she was going down that train of thought because if she did go by that train of thought she wouldn't have entertained the idea of possibly doing this without starting a war I think that damon has his beliefs but she logically realizes that allison has been taking care of this man for how long 
if she wanted to murder him they could have been done so in the last six years that we saw him (laughs) secondly anyone with fucking eyeballs can tell and Viserys himself stated that he was pretty much at death's door while this is definitely upsetting news i don't know how do i feel about the fact that it put her into premature labor i'm a little like everything with the labor this episode i was i'm sorry put off by i think we've had enough i know others will say well in other shows we get enough of this and we have to keep yeah 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 yeah." and in the same breath you say we don't need enough of it i'm saying we don't fucking need another labor scene in this series it's been 10 episodes and we've had like three and all of them have been with uh renera well two have been renera the other is with ama and then the other was with uh lena it's belaboring i I don't know how much you can just get someone all sweated up and going through the late like the actress did well the first time she did well the second time and she did well this time but i'm i'm numb to it you know it's just more okay she's sweating once again she's choosing not to have anyone around her to help her she's doing it all by herself because she took her mother's words to heart that this is their battlefield but i could have done without the oppressive nature of it all and we know that renera is strong and the way in which they are making her labors being juxtaposed against allison who we've never seen in labor who uh clearly can just have babies and it's no big deal it would have been i don't know if they're trying to do something with that but i think that they've they've overextended what they needed to do with that now if we didn't see her give birth in the previous episodes then this scene would be far more warranted but because we did it felt in my humble opinion a little much i didn't need for her to lift up and that's another thing you don't need to lift your dress all the way up in front of fucking company mind you and be like oh my god there's blood there just go in the back room like i need a minute i don't need to show everybody because you know it is upsetting but i'm also thinking shouldn't you have kind of expected this news maybe not the usurping of the throne sure but i still think you should have expected that on some level where's your spies in the capital where is anything that could have helped you get one foot in front of everything that was happening it doesn't even feel like it's only been a day since they've been gone so it's like visiting someone in hospice and then getting the phone call when you get home that they passed away it's upsetting don't get me wrong but it's not like oh my god this came out of nowhere to the point that i'm this traumatized by the news so i felt that didn't connect for me during her labor she decides to call out to her children to be brought to her we see that jace and luke have been practicing with jace being a little harsh on poor luke 
because he's getting it from his mother right we talk about how allison or we see that allison has really passed down her own feelings to her children the same as with renera she just does it far kinder because <laughs> she is a better parent there's no debating that uh and we get that scene briefly before we get to the labor scene of her talking to laceris because luke is looking at driftmark where he is going to inherit i loved 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 seeing the the table with uh, the war table with all of the the kingdoms on it that was amazing and he really is feeling insecure about taking on driftmark if corliss dies he doesn't think he's ready he doesn't want it in all honesty so in six years his feelings have not changed and yet his mother says well it doesn't really matter what you want i didn't want to be the the queen or yeah i don't want to be the queen but i'm going to help you prepare for it but your father never really helped you prepare for it i think that she truly means what she says but have you really come to terms with the fact that you're going to be queen of the seven kingdoms do you really own that especially last episode when we see or not the the one previous last moment with your father where you're kind of like i don't really want this like this is a bit of a burden to me but it's the duty that you feel that you must do no matter what so you're you're pushing that idea on your son the same way allison's like oh well you don't want the throne where your father and i want you to have the throne even though he'd be more than happy to give it up to his sister and that's a component i think that is forgotten by me certainly but in the context of the story is that these are not just oh warring factions from this house or this house they are related by blood Aegon is Rhaenyra's sister so it's not like someone usurped the throne and it's like uh, a Lannister or a Baratheon or a Stark it is a family feud in which neither really truly other than I get to say I'm number one <laughs> you know lose that much especially when you hear the offer that is offered in the end to Renera, it's just a matter of can one accept that the person in charge in power is not me and do you accept that uh well it's just more like do you back Renera, who has the her father as the one that made her heir to the throne or do you back the one in which more people felt should have been replaced because Renero was supposed to be a placeholder for Aegon who has in a lot of people's thought process a better claim to the throne despite the Sarah so it's like do I respect the Sarah's wishes or do I respect what is better for the land and I'm saying taken away from who Aegon is as a person because despite who Aegon is is a person I hate to bust it down to you in the not modernized version because a lot of people love to get on their high horse I'm like I you gotta stop looking at it from a modern perspective Aegon is a piece of shit and he probably is gonna suck as a king 
but nobody knows that yet that's that's foresight <laughs> that's hey we don't know if we can't control him yet at this point it would all things lead to i've been controlling this for so long i'm going to continue to control it we've kept peace in this land for 25 years with viserys no doubt but for the most part the greens have been in charge have been doing things correct have really not had a other than i think i should i'm entitled to that role have a um have such a bad reputation that the idea that the throne being in their hands would just cause nothing but chaos and the deterioration of the monarchy in itself there's nothing that precedes that whereas you have Renera, yes definitely has the the claim per her father but her father didn't take into account how the lords would feel how the fact that time has moved on what do the people feel what do the sept feel Renera also continued to put herself in a shitty situation by doing things that made things harder for herself as she continued to do through most of her childhood and into adulthood and while none of these things make anyone a bad person it is part of that complicated equation about uh, in your decision making which is what in a lot of ways stays Renera's hand and gets Rainus to be on her side because Rainus comes in and she has no pledge to the blacks i'm going home i'm gonna go see my husband i'm gonna see what he wants to do little ironic because while she gave allison a little a lot of shit about the fact that you are wanting to control men while you are from your cage Rainus is not necessarily making decisions without the input of men either even if it is probably out of a love and respect of her husband more so than oh i need a man to lead me about she does have her own uh what she feels is her own what is the word i'm looking for loyalty to her own house and its desires that were based upon what her husband decided and even her to a certain extent and it wasn't until this new arrangement really while Corliss was gone that Rainus now feels she has a dog in this fight because she engaged her grandchildren their grandchildren to two of their sons in order to keep Driftmark she could have sided with Vaiman and she did make that choice that was her choice to make in that moment and she could have decided with herself Vayman, I'm sure in his mind thought he was doing the correct thing. I'm protecting the last of my bloodline. And he pretty much got fucked over for it. So this is all from anyone's perspective, what they are feeling is the correct action to take. And thus far, it has been in the hands of people or has been at least um usurped with allison to say let's do this in the least vicious way possible and renera 
kind of does the exact same thing the women's voice in all of this right men are so quick to take their dicks out aka swords and start uh creating blood and fire whereas both women are truly concerned with what does this act like do we need to go here like yeah it's petty yeah it's between us yes we have beef but everyone's not going to be happy at the end of the day and that's kind of okay but it will be the other shoe on the other foot with Rhaenyra right because if she does concede she's going to be in the same position with her children that Allison found herself in in the same very position where okay but then someone can rally behind my sons at any moment and then decide to overthrow Aegon but if we are united that becomes less of an issue and once again we're talking about forethought for for uh yeah forethought regarding what kind of king Aegon is going to be being a rapist or a person who's into depraved shit unfortunately doth not make you a terrible king makes you a terrible person (laughs) and uh, a lot of kings in history are sadistic fucks but some are given the moniker great lies 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 i mean even if they didn't participate personally i mean you don't think after every war they led their soldiers into battle they didn't go go fucking nuts and rape the countryside kill children and babies and burn hold home come on that's the nature of the game that is played all of them have the capacity to be as vulgar as Aegon in their own way he just does it on a personal level we haven't seen him do it on a larger stage Rhaenyra gives birth to a stillborn child her first daughter out of her six children she buries her child or she prepares her child for burial herself this does showcase a very strong when it comes to the motherhood thing something she never wanted and kind of scoffed at for allison you know you're just this uh you know you, you you're a stud to, to <laughs> or a mare for the stud to pop out babies for when it comes to that aspect of her persona it's a very a very close part of who she developed into and i think because of that it finally got her to a place where she got some maturity because she understood that she would put her children first above anything and everything and i think that goes into the idea of her deciding afterwards after the funeral of her child um to make choices that are not going to put her children in the most danger she has the funeral while she's at the funeral eric shows up with the crown that he stole from viserys it is uh, viserys's crown and he gives it an officer it to her Damon crowns her himself. Everyone bends the knee, with the exception of Rhaenys. Because while she stayed around, because clearly she was going through a difficult labor, but I do think she's weighing her op- options. She's weighing her options between 
it, do I take Allison's offer or do I side? And I, I think that's an important thing to reiterate with Rainus is that she doesn't come out being like, yeah, I'm all team black. She comes out and she says, Let, who has the best offer for me? Who is going to, to possibly be the better queen? And I think what she decides is, Allison is still going to play the game with men and Renera is not going to allow men to persuade her into what she's going to do. And I totally respect that. I do. I respect that she at least could hear and understand where Allison has come from, but she also knows that you have the potential to be dicked around and not only is Renera not as impulsive and hot-headed as I thought she was going to be but she seems to be doing it with her own autonomy which leads to her uh, later on going to Corliss and having that conversation and trust me they needed the sea snake Renera comes into her uh, black council room. She's associated with men of that have pledged to her. During labor, she was crying out for Damon, and Damon was like, Y'all heard that Because right now I don't give a fuck. On one hand, I felt terrible that at her her most vulnerable when she needed him he wasn't there for her and i think that is her first inclination of the person that she married she's gotten that lust bubble pulled away from her eyes a little bit and she is getting into what it means to be married to someone that truly while caring for you maybe even lusting for you even loving you still married you for your proximity to the power in which he himself wanted and you're not taking that into consideration despite trying to retain that is going to be a sticking point between these two but just from a personal level it's the same shit when i needed you you ain't nowhere to be found nowhere to be found because you're not interested in that you're not interested in and being there for me uh above your above your thirst for for battle thirst for combat and conflict and the desire to destroy your enemies that all supersedes any type of tender emotions that he has for his wife the fact that she does not even confront that even when they're alone tells me that that is something she's decided to swallow and i think that's a unfortunate choice because i think it does play into some rage that she has at the end of this episode but now it also makes her vulnerable to to damon's machinations as far as i think that with the with time she really has matured into a different type of person 
that she feels she wants to be but i think that damon is like a a a a virus and while her anger because she she went through a lot this episode right she lost she gave birth to a stillborn child she lost her father then she finds out in literally 24 hours she lost her son that is that is enough to put on anyone without them i mean you put that on anyone they're gonna mentally shatter and then you have someone like damon who when she was physically shattering was doing nothing to support her or be there for her was only interested in the revenge aspect of that so i think her anger for that is going to be tied in those complicated feelings that she has for her uncle slash husband uh and on one hand i want to be like damn girl i feel so bad for you but on the other i'm like well you knew what you slept with you knew what he was you knew what everybody was saying about him you thought it was cute you thought it was fun you thought it was sexy you you wanted some of that danger some of that excitement but now you're realizing okay i'm more of my father's daughter than (laughs) now that i know what it's like to be a parent then i then i uh am my uncle's uh, protege the lords do explain to her that hey uh we kind of don't got a whole bunch of shit you know while we got enough to to defend dragonstone we really despite damon talking about we got more dragons because he thinks dragon somehow gives him all the power he needs and i'm so glad that's juxtaposed about uh with the end scene with the dragons being like yeah well you think you have control over those things but you don't he uh she decides that no we need to start trying to first if there is a war uh send out envoys so that we can start securing some of the other homes because the greens really do have a stack decked at this moment you know power lies with where you think power is and by being like i said the the moves allison made last episode those were chef kiss moves those was uh <laughs> you know she did all of that without one drop of blood well if you if you uh pat and that's not even a drop of blood because they hung caswell everyone else they have in that dungeon and they're trying to do it as bloodless as they can and they really just put her back up against the corner we're like yeah you could fight this but it's gonna be a uphill battle for you now they can go to king's landing with their dragons but it's not gonna be enough malice uh comes with or not malice rainus comes with um corliss it was nice to have him back we'll talk about their conversation a little bit later and he tells her look i've conquered the stepstones for good this time and i also am backing you and it's the largest navy and now we can blockade them and that is something like they needed that navy 
because without it they were a little little on the small side of not being that impressive to be able to truly take king's landing no matter how haphazard damon thinks that his plan would have been successfully done or his haphazard plan is what i meant to say renera and damon have a conversation after reyna says she's going to go to the gullet to protect it where she tells him about the prophecy and he gets hella pissed off to think that she's even considering any other option besides warfare and decides to choke her out you ain't gonna do she can't go 50 50 with no hope i want a divorce you want a divorce i have wings Charlie. i want to fly i told y'all asses this is not a love story if you think it's a love story if you want to convince yourself it's a love story that's on you but it's not those are the facts that's reality because in my mind no man loves you that's gonna put their hands around your neck and choke you out i don't care what the fuck the the problem is with him his issues with his brother he never told me this because he never really was going to consider you his heir so on and so forth and you're pretty much proving him correct by doing the one thing he would never ever and he's been really pissed off at his daughter has ever done to her which is physically attack her and lord knows he had more right and so he physically is aggressive with her and thinking that her considering anything else is ridiculous ludicrous and bullshit there is the meeting on the bridge which this was another one where i was like ah this just feels like a repetitive scene or once again otto shows up with the offer and the page from the book it is part manipulation on allison's part being like we are still the people that we are things have gone on between us um there's a lot of history here but we are still like we still want some of the same things we still come from the same place we both were in that garden together and despite what everyone else is gonna tell us we still have we have a way to fix this to repair this in the best way because we both think that we're doing the right thing it's not that we i have a hate against you because i think you're doing something wrong no i think i'm doing something right you think you're doing something right i don't want to see this go any further so here here's dragonstone i will install your children in court they'll have high positions uh driftmark you got it all the power behind the throne without the throne that's not really a bad offer i mean it really ain't other than the fact that i want to be in charge and i feel like i should it's really not a shitty offer you know especially if you even threw in you know uh once my father dies you can be handed the king or whatever and despite damon once again taking his sword out aka as dick to uh to go right after otto because he's still burning with nothing but an impotent rage that has been fueling for 25 years renera once again is like yeah you're not in charge here i am and she sheds a tear over this because she knows that there's sincerity even in the manipulation like i sincerely don't want to do this and they both know about this damn prophecy (laughs) in some type of way of fashion 
because that's why that's what i was really considering because i'm thinking if if uh allison ever said man your your father told me about this prophecy and he in his deathbed he said Aegon, like uh, she wouldn't know that unless his father her father did tell her that information it was privileged so there's no reason to think that she would be lying even if everyone else in the kingdom doesn't care or doesn't adhere to the fact that Viserys would have wanted this that all is it doesn't matter and you can even see that with um Damon when she tells him about the prophecy he's like I don't give a fuck about that and I don't want to do shit based on some prophesized bullshit (laughs) I'm here for the here and now he doesn't care about the realm he cares about himself he's a selfish piece of shit don't you lecture me with your 30 dollar haircut i mean her and allison could talk about how you fuck someone and the more you uh the more you're with them the fucking like more fucked up their face looks as they get older because <laughs> damon is just look like a haggard old man this episode that uh was not attractive in even the slightest fashion uh what else do i need to say about princess ray ray i don't think too much other than her swearing her children on the the pointed star that they would not go as soldiers they would go just as as envoys no warfare i don't know what the decision was to this is where i I go where she started to slip off for me because if you are saying well the baratheon house sided with me that was her the father and even the father you treated like shit like he was supposed to take you around this whole entire um meet your husband cinderella story type of thing that allison set up with uh her her your father viserys and you pretty much dismissed him like yeah i'm not doing this shit and then you don't seem to have touched base other than the you're relying on old news or old politics in your current situation you don't know do you know boris no you show up you send your son to show up who's also young who's inexperienced who literally was just telling you uh not less than 24 hours ago that he didn't really want to do this that he doesn't think he has what it takes you're gonna send him to to uh an ally that you just only think an ally because that's that's uh what it was 25 years ago even though when i saw the father baratheon uh bend the knee i'm like girl you should have seen that that was the one that was a little reluctant in bending that fucking knee (laughs) um so i don't know where she got this whole they would be super extra down for supporting us when you have nothing to fucking offer absolutely nothing you didn't give your son any pointers you know <laughs> it just yeah you relied too heavily on on uh outdated sources and that's where renera falls short every time for someone who wants that throne she does absolutely and utterly shit to to uh to make herself look like an attractive uh 
an attractive queen that anyone would want on a throne right you you have all these children you know you could have said let me let me broker a marriage broker a marriage because that's how alliances are built not just on loyalty but on what the other person gets out of it because then if someone else like the greens offer them something more then of course they're going to take the other yeah this is her naivety to me then sending jace he's going to go to house aaron and then to house stark i'm very disappointed that bela didn't go with him because i thought that would be a very good side quest to have but alas that's not going to be the case <laughs> and we'll talk about bela and reyna a little bit later in my disappointments of this episode in the season as a whole uh but yeah this is silly i thought you know she wasn't aware i mean the greens have had a, a th- time that you don't think that they would have went and tried to offer him something too jace uh and malis and lucera's all right off and i think we don't see her again until damon comes in and walks up to her and gives her the news of lucera's death this look was supposed to be i know a lot of people some are praising it like this is a really good look at the screen i know how i would look if i just found out that my son was dead um i don't think it was sold in that manner that it should have been sold from it seemed devastated sure but if that was meant to convey oh it's on and popping now like all gloves are off there will be no more envoys as in the book like basically after laceris it's fire it's blood it's nothing but chaos and the dance of the dragons i didn't get that as the last lingering look of the season others may disagree and that's as it you know is but i kind of was like womp, womp. <laughs> like i almost would have wished it ended on just Amon's look <laughs> after after what happens because that felt to me like oh shit versus seeing her being informed of it and then her turning around with that look to the camera i don't know something about it was missing for me maybe in time when i rewatch it but i've already watched it three times and i don't think that i'm going to change my mind i think i have ran out of things to say about ray ray so let's go over to damon like i said earlier damon hears that his brother's dead and immediately jumps down rainus's throat for not destroying the greens when she had the chance and her response is accurate this is not my war to start who's to say there's even a war to be had because this is really just tit for tat then he he's all like well they poisoned my brother they killed him one if you thought that your brother was in serious danger of being murdered why the fuck didn't you stay if you thought your brother needed your protection why didn't you reconcile with him six years ago and come back to court how is it that you can possibly see the state of your brother from 24 hours ago and think that they murdered him you were already down that rabbit hole before they even showed you just don't have a desire to like them and no one said you have to like somebody but that doesn't mean that you can put 
the most horrid aspirations at their doorstep especially when if anyone's a murderer up in this bitch it's you shut the fuck up you're a fucking cunt shut the fuck up you're a stupid cunt suck my dick he continues to show and think that he is better than absolutely everyone in the room he's got all the lords around him he's all plotting warfare his wife clearly tells him you do not make any decisions without me because you are not the king and he's like yeah fuck that you're a woman i don't give a fuck what you say i'm really wearing the pants and the throne in this relationship you can tell yourself that all you want to because he feels that he can control her he's like oh i got her dick down so she'll do what i say what the fuck is wrong with you as a person the whole episode he just came off like a a wart or a herpes sore that just emerged after years of being dormant is he walked around like a herpes sore (laughs) bristling red and and inflamed all all fucking episode his wife is in the throes of horrid labor miscarrying their child and instead of having some compassion for her situation because i know there's going to be some idiot going around talking about well he was just doing what the business needs to be fuck that he was doing what he wanted to do because it's not about his wife's honor just the same way in which rainis told her husband that's all the same about you or about me and my justice this is about fucking you getting close to the iron throne every man has been playing the same fucking game and you can you can make an excuse for it or come up with your own reason for the crusade that you think is uh the reason for the crusade but in all honesty you just want to be out there you want to be in it you want to be fighting and this is the 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 impotence to do so so of course it's it's easier and more convenient for you to believe that your father was murdered or your brother was murdered than acknowledging that yeah the kingdom would have wanted Aegon anyway and you know that and you might even be trying to present yourself as a better choice with oh Renera's here but you know I'm really the one in charge and that's exactly how he went about this episode even the one uh even the one king's guard is like uh you gonna go check on her she's calling out your name maybe you should he's like yeah um i don't need your opinion i don't ask for your opinion and don't speak jace has to be the one to come in after renera tells both of her sons like no you need to one this is what's happening the greens have taken over they both want to do their part too and then she brings them in while she's having a stillbirth i thought that was a very uh, i don't know what kind of move that was because i know i've never been inclined to be like come in here guys i'm going through you know some major cramps but i want you to come in here and it felt like emotional manipulation in a way i don't i don't can't put my hands around it i just don't i just felt it was so unnecessary to to traumatize them uh with with the state of their mother 
you know her being in this state granted she needs some type of empathy because it's not coming from her husband <laughs> so jace ever the good dutiful far more competent son uh is the one to check damon and say look my mother says no decisions are done without her he doesn't like that but he's also the heir to the throne so he decides to show him how true power is shown by forcing two people who kind of are like i'm not on your side because look i'm part of the cloaks if i yes those two that were kicked out by the greens right so they didn't even kill them so you gotta go uh but they're like yeah you're loyal but this is a hard decision like if i have to side on the right side of things because if i turn to you guys just know if this doesn't end up well for me i will be murdered <laughs> kin slaying may not be a thing between you guys but we're not kin and he likes to he, i guess what he's trying to impress upon him is to jace in that moment is that strength comes from our dragon strength comes from bullyish behavior but jace doesn't really feel that way but i feel as if jace may take a page from his book the whole damon insecure thing i know it all stands this all lines up with his character this is what we've been seeing and now with his brother gone he really doesn't have any reason to be kept in check and if anything we're starting not to see someone that wasn't already there we're starting to see him just shed his skin that he's been uh wearing for all of this time and now he's back to the vicious predator that he always was and there's just not a lot that's keeping him restrained victory is mine yes i'm curious how this affects him and renera's relationship going forward because on the bridge he he tried to to once again supersede her authority and then at the end he's like yeah i'm gonna you're in this place now that i'm at and i think he's gonna take full advantage of that we'll talk more in the spoiler section about what could possibly mean going forward let's talk about rainus and lord corliss despite all our thoughts of him being at death's door he is he's healed he's fine all this uh happening behind the scenes and uh luca was was gonna be pretty okay because the lord of driftmark is still kicking and breathing the funny thing is is he's ready to retire he's like fuck this uh Rainus, i loved what she said to him drag him for filth for him running off fucking going to war instead of dealing with the fact that all of his decisions and choices led to the death or it seemed in his mind he's got that guilt about what the effect was on his two only living children and his quest for for entitlement closeness to the throne he wants to now just be a grandfather i've had war i'm done i've conquered the thing i said i wanted to conquer but this is uh this is fucked up and i don't want to do it anymore you were right but now she's the on the other side of things after cursing them out like well you abandon us and that sure didn't fucking help anything but now she convinces him like okay well maybe 
Rhaenyra is not as bad as we thought. He too thinks that Rhaenyra and Damon killed Lena, Lenor. So they have to put that aside, even if they, you know, learn that they didn't do it or still think there's a chance that they didn't do it. I think there's a another chance in their heart and soul that they've lived with that they these people did do something. But for the sake of their grandchildren, they're willing to side with the blacks because they think that this will benefit them the best. However, I think that Lord Corliss is like he really is more of an adult. Like he really he has the most experience in the room of warfare in in the realm at this point. Like Damon, yeah, he went off and did a crusade but Corla has been in the stepstones and conquered that bitch for six whole fucking years and that was before making his empire so i think that is the trump card in in her pocket and the only reason that is is because of those children which is why i kind of feel they should have a much bigger fucking role but i digress <laughs> i digress and there were a lot of other things that needed to be put forth but i had a whole episode with eric and eric going back and forth and well if there's enough time for that shit there's enough time to at least do something a little bit more with bela Raina, i can understand a lot better but bela i'm still feeling pretty saltine about i think that wraps up everything with damon ugh the whole time he was walking around the whole entire episode don't go to your fucking children and hug them that they lost their grandfather do you even talk to reyna you talk about the kids uh having dragons and reyna still looks like she she's had no attention from you whatsoever even though she's the cupbearer it would be nice to know what that relationship any of those relationships are like when it comes to lena's children but I think that he certainly is disappointed that Rhaenyra is more like her father than like him. And I think that rationally she is. And then he is more than happy to take advantage of her irrational mindset after the loss, triple loss in her life. And while he did have that brief moment of mourning the loss of his daughter bitch you could have actually mourned the loss i don't know don't show me him walking down and his head's all bowed like get the fuck out of here that's basically um in a way it was my blood and thus i do feel some kind of way but bitch i ain't never ever 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 had someone call out your name in the middle of a rough labor sit there hold your wife in her emotional state and be there for her be a decent human being and that's something i don't see damon being at all he's not a decent human being he is an animal he has a vicious animal pit bull and yes pit bulls can be cute but then when you turn your your you know when you least expect it they fucking biting people's fucking kids heads off and that is damon in a nutshell he's just a very vain but insecure continuously needing to feel superior despite truly being inferior to 
just about everyone around him when it comes to truly making any i mean just the same with renera neither one of y'all bitch asses did anything what the fuck did you do in the last 25 fucking years that supposedly is helping her position at all right i can get on your father for not teaching you what the fuck is your excuse for not teaching her if you are supposed to be the one that's supposed to help her in this situation no y'all booed the fuck up and you just said i'm gonna just come in i'm gonna stop in and i'm just gonna put my dick out thump my dick on the table and everybody's gonna do what i say that is just arrogance and a megalomania complex and despite the vulnerabilities we've seen in him that make him a person it doesn't make him a good person let's talk about uh because i think i've talked about mostly with the the coralist rainus stuff don't have really much more to add to that let's get to the end scene because we've avoided it long enough and this is truly where the magic of the episode happened for me in my my honest opinion (laughs) Aegon is already there when when luke shows up on arax seeing the size difference quite frankly the minute he saw fucking Aegon already there i understand you have a duty but look at what happened not only 24 to 40 fucking eight hours 72 at the most between you two particularly between you two well i've done all i can it was a five to fucking one fight and he still won (laughs) if there's one person that looks scary that i don't want to fuck with with my non-fucking fighting ass it's Aegon. so i don't know why like i would have just hid i don't know i would have said you know i'll come back later i'll wait until he's done (laughs) but no he he strolls his happy ass into boris's hall where aemon is already there he is offered a marriage between himself and one of boris's daughters if he sides with him whereas luke shows up with absolutely nothing because that's what his mother thought to offer and that's on her she set him up for failure and luke doesn't know what to do because he hasn't betrayed for this shit because his mom loves him he doesn't want to make the most of everything but this is exactly like you either want them to be in the game or they're not in the game and if they're not really for the game don't put them in the fucking game that's just (sighs) just seems so simple to me but alas he turns around to leave and this does happen a little bit differently in the books but aemon reveals the fact that he has a sapphire in the eye that he took and he wants luke's eye in retribution for losing his eye which is something his mama wanted (laughs) eye for an eye that's how they think there's like we gotta even this we gotta even the scales uh boris is like there will be no bloodshed in my home and so he leaves the thing of it is eric's is scared in the same way that his uh rider is scared and insecure and they said earlier that your your dragons are basically can feel what you're feeling because we saw that during the stillbirth scene with rhaenyra and you know that vagar is probably mentally fucking unstable and traumatized anyway from the fact that he had to burn his last writer 
and Amon is someone who also I don't know he had anger in his heart maybe a little resentment but what I did truly appreciate about this scene is Amon is these are still children it's easy for us to forget that but they are still children and children do stupid shit and they do things that are mean and so on and so forth and they don't fully uh when you put all this power right and i i think it's a metaphor for it it's just not the the power of the land the power of these kingdoms but it's also the power in these dragons you cannot put a loaded gun in a 14 year old's hand and think they're going to be totally responsible or like it's not going to be it's not going to be something that's uh maybe too much for them right and so you have these children being children one's a little afraid and intimidated even though you really shouldn't have smiled at him last episode if that's how you was gonna play shit down but he tries to get away during a storm and Eamon chases to antagonize him he wants to scare him a little bit he wants to fuck with him this is something that i don't think there's a family out there that at some point didn't have their children doing <laughs> doesn't make it right but that that's also what boys do as well particularly boys they cannot i i be watching those two little boys all the time the one always antagonizes the little one that's just what what happens and rather he really wanted his eyeball uh who can say who can say but he certainly wanted to fuck with him but as they're going through the storm two things become very clear arax and arax am i saying the same right arax and is not in control or he is in control but luke is not in control of arax and in fear he decides to uh attack vagar vagar despite what his writer is trying to get him to do which is stop goes to attack the much younger dragon and he doesn't want to hurt him he does not want to as i said prior kinslaying is a big deal no one's looking at you with happy eyeballs or in pride if you are a kinslayer and i think despite his feelings towards these children they are in a sense his half brothers right and so he uh he wants to maybe cause him a little embarrassment but he does he certainly doesn't expect what happens which is vagar consuming the shit out of arax which in turn kills luke who probably was just swallowed whole because once they pass through the storm vagar is not to be stopped despite amon amon telling him to not like no stop doing this but the the dragons have minds of their own and it goes back to that first statement that Viserys said to his daughter because she's like yeah everyone thinks that we're gods because we have dragons he's like yeah that's an illusion we think we control these motherfuckers but we can see very clearly we don't and aemon is stunned he's fucking like holy shit not only this he know he knows damn well his mother did not want those children harmed so it's not even just about 
oh man i killed this kid it's not only am i now a kinslayer my mother never wanted this never wanted this this is not part of the plan so not only i i pretty much am causing the war that my mother tried to avoid so i, I think that is going to be a lot for the character of Amon and he's shaping up to be probably far more intriguing to me than the other characters that we are getting from the from the young children side of things because while jace seems very smart and competent like he's the type of leader you would want on the throne it's just unfortunate his bastardy is gonna be the thing that it's it's the same with uh what's his face john snow it's like yeah we can see clearly you're a great person that we would love to have on the throne but unfortunately (laughs) that's not the way this world works it simply isn't right or wrong fair or not these them beat them rules and while naturally i'm gonna want to root for him i i'm liking the fact that they're humanizing aemon as being someone who is very much like damon but still seems to regain like he's not as bitter not as like he's still willing to do his part oh the one last scene was uh damon going to wake up by singing in high valerian now is he getting this dragon for reyna is he gonna try to get her to ride it because i'm gonna be really pissed if they're gonna say that dragons can have multiple riders i think that is not cool not canon and i won't accept it <laughs> if they give damon two dragons because this is viserys dragon which i'm sure no one would know unless you read the books and i'm pretty sure it's viserys dragon because here i am probably fucking up but i'm pretty sure this is this is the other biggest dragon besides vagar my issue with this is vagar was the biggest dragon that was riding being ridden so i don't see any reason why we needed this scene unless someone else was going to be riding this huge dragon and if they are going to put this out there who's going to be the rider and secondly how do i feel about this uh i don't i don't care about little changes in the canon but this seems like a almost sacrilegious change in the canon <laughs> if he rides it if he's just presenting it for his daughter to ride like i would love if like no one were to ride any of these dra- that dragon and he's just waking up dragons because he does say that they need more dragon riders the problem with dragon riders is the fact that you're going to be putting your children in immediate danger because those are the only ones that can ride the dragons but uh the fact that damon is thinking about that to me i'm hoping that's just the show hinting at the fact that there are other dragons on this island that can be woken up that are just as powerful they just need writers for them and he's going to be trying to approach things from that perspective he's also going to go after heron hall and set it up as his base of operations which we know is the seat of laris i don't know how laris even feels about being lord of heron hall because he doesn't seem like uh he's been back there but they do have a plan as far as cutting off the greens but what happens next i think is going to be very controversial and i think that's a good place to leave it 
before we jump into some feedback and then spoilers to get into what i think may happen next while also gently discuss well i guess i can discuss the things for bela right now because it's not a big thing uh the my biggest conceits with the season or complaints are the whole bela because she's supposed to be a tomboy she's supposed to be a lot more active uh, she is more actively involved in things um she is we saw the little scenes where they went to their betrothes and they're clearly like they those girls pretty much adopted those boys in a way as far as like you're mine uh and we're gonna take care of you and vice versa but that's all they are and while she is the cupbearer we can see was that Bela or Raina I think it was Raina Bela should be far more active in this part of the story I would like expected her to be like no I'm going with Jace because she was like nope me and jace need to get married we need to do this that and the other thing to solidify the power base but she's been kept pretty mum and reyna i'm just not even sure what they're gonna do with her she's just here and i expected her to be in the veil and so they need to do something with these women because this is their fate as much as anyone else's in the room and considering we are trying to play into the idea of the women versus the men in the next generation i would have i don't know give me something because these are our main people and i don't want to have it like luke you know three minutes the actor doing a really good job to get us emotionally there and then they're gone like that's not enough uh character building for me I need a lot more than that and they and they need to do that with the adults and the children and i don't seem they don't seem to be too as interested in it and i, I want that course corrected for the next season just not even the daughters you know the, the 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 father too and then there's other they got three additional children but i guess they're all very young so you don't need too much of them but with the older ones certainly and there was like an exchange look between reyna and bela because they've had a really good close relationship but we didn't get any talk between them it's their futures i really wanted them to be in the room with with, uh, yeah just a lot more could be done with that but also a lot more could be done regarding the outside and i've said this already of the politics of the but i also get that in a way it's like a catch-22 because the focus i could tell was on the components that started this is a prologue this is not the actual dance of the dragons so in a lot of ways they're just filling in all of the more complicated less base version of events because in the the book it's just pretty much these two women grew up together they hate each other and they're just greedy greedy bitches that that uh, started this whole bloodiest war ever and it's not even close to being that it is two women that find themselves being swallowed by the more male machinations going on around them and them trying to hold on to the sanity of it all so that it does not devolve into warfare and it's just it's so much more complicated and it's no true pointing of the blame to me because i think a lot of missed opportunities happen so many that it's uh everyone in my opinion shares a little bit of the course of blame here (laughs) Uh, so let's uh, that's all i have to say really because i said i was going to mention the bela thing 
i could go on and on and on but i just like you said I, I think i've captured most of what i feel and we're gonna jump in the mailbag to hear what queen parthenia and queen mimi have to say about this finale so let's get to it Mail, motherfucker. hello christina and everyone else i hope y'all have enjoyed this season as much as i have um first of all i know i said this in my message to you personally but thank you for this space to geek out and talk about shows like they are happening in real life even when they're not and a space that is appreciated for it because everybody doesn't get it but y'all get it y'all get it (laughs) so this episode whoo baby it gave it to me it gave me everything i needed like most of the time when i watch a season finale i'm thinking about like this episode is going to give us resolutions to the unanswered questions that we have and whatnot and you know you expect like a big bang at the end or something like that like oh wow all right this is how we end it okay then sometimes you get a finale where it's like well that was whack um waste of my time and you might watch the next season you might not because there's nothing really pulling you to it and you move on this episode in particular to me was definitely a setup to keep you invested and wanting to see season two um it was like a standalone episode for me really like i just kept forgetting this is the finale like it was intriguing i don't even know was it longer than an hour i don't know i felt like it was i just kept waiting like okay what's the next thing oh wow okay this is interesting oh man this is like it was just really good to me um the whole season we watch renaris renaris yeah renaris react instead of being proactive i know we talked about that before like she was just not a very proactive character she was not the strong character that i thought she was going to be and all of that but she everything she does is like on the fly like let me react to this i got okay oh watch me do this i could be bad too that's how she's been the whole time not planning ahead at all we watched her become a mother and take on responsibility of that in her own way even though that was something she said she didn't want to do, we watched her still make foolish decisions and again, react um, and not be proactive about anything, but she grew up still. This entire episode was like the opposite of that. And I was finally like, yes, thank you. Thank you very much. She showed leadership, even when the rug was being pulled from beneath her, like, normally your world is crumbling you just like you throw everything to the wind like i don't even give a fuck somebody else make these decisions it's i'm tired it's hard i can't do this right now i've been doing this my whole life i just i'm over it she didn't she stuck to her guns she went into early labor with a child that was probably deformed no doubt due to incest she had to handle that emotion handle the emotion of losing her father and she managed it all gracefully like forming into a character that we could all get behind and root for um i think all of this is probably how she actually won rainice's favor these names lord rainice's favor and respect which in turn is how she got the support of rainice uh and her husband excuse me um i can't remember his name but the sea sea snake sea serpent him because without rainice 
her husband probably was gonna be on some other shit too especially <laughs> after damon <laughs> kill his brother like i mean it is what it is it's still his brother but Rainice is like you know what Renera's growing up and regardless of whether or not i think she had a hand in killing my son i think i can ride behind her for what she's about to do and she might make a good queen and that played a long way um my baby sister my little sister she's not a baby she's a grown woman who's married she went into labor at 25 weeks and this was about three weeks ago thankfully her baby was born successfully and he's doing great in the NICU um then this week my grown behind stepdaughter went into early labor uh on Sunday Monday one of these days and thankfully again that was managed the baby has stayed put in the womb so far and you know I'm grateful for those things but watching this episode whoo it had me in my emotions it was intense like it was just intense watching her push that baby out probably thinking about like how her mother died having a baby and I'm getting ready to die right now my father just died like is this how I'm gonna go out like Damon get your ass in here nobody's coming you know what fuck it I can do this by myself y'all don't touch me I got it this is my baby it, and mothers get like that like you know what don't help me I got it I got it I got everything matter of fact I have everything under control even the stuff that's happening outside of here I got that under control too because she sent her sons out she told her sons look something happened to me y'all my bloodline handle this shit and make sure nothing happens while I'm in here doing this man up like she was still so strategic in all of this like i would have gave up i know i would have gave up point blank i wouldn't have had what i needed to, to get done especially without narcotics i would have gave up somebody else handle it but she spent this episode being a good leader a good supporting a supportive and encouraging mother telling her son lucerus the truth i wasn't ready Trust me, I wasn't a good girl and I was nowhere near perfect. But you will be ready because I'm going to be here for you. I got you. I got your back. All of that was just beautiful. Everything that came from that of this episode, beautiful. I love how they how they set her up for this, how they built her up for us. Um, they built her character up for this. Great. I don't know what it's like in the books. I didn't read the books, but I appreciated this. On the motherfucking flip side, y'all know I love Damon. And Damon in this episode, <laughs> after us watching him become a more calmer character, mind you, except for when he chopped my boy's head clean off, <laughs> this episode brought Damon back to his true colors, gave him the purpose he always wanted. Uh, when they found out the king died, he immediately goes, oh, okay, so they killed my brother. Like, seriously? Your brother been dying for years. Years. And now you want to cry murder? Because in his mind, that's how he can justify what he's about to turn into. And he knows it. He can always say, nah, they killed my brother. That's, we going hard because they killed my brother. You ain't on board? Bye bye like he was on rampage really he's like you know what y'all y'all the king's guards y'all y'all queen's guards now 
get with the program or we're just going to kill you now. I'm going to let you know. I'll give you an honorable death now, but you're going to hate me later. So make up your mind. I don't think he really gave them a choice, you know, but it may have seemed like a sort of choice to him because he's he's on one. Damon is on one. He's like, I, I can't be worrying about you and this baby. I got a war, like, whatever. I think he was trying to get Renera hyped up too when he was like, oh, they killed my brother. <laughs> Your father. They killed my brother. You hear this? But because of the baby coming and the contractions and all that, she couldn't even fall into that, which was a good thing. It's like, you know what? Damon, I can't with you right now. I think I'm about to have this baby. So just you do you. I, I got to go have this baby. Damon is like, okay boom go have the baby i'm in control i got the war on my hands this is what i was built for i can't be stressed with this situation and especially if she dies in birth he's like i gotta stay focused on my personal go my personal goals here like we know what it is i didn't see it that he didn't care because it could be seen and it's see like you could see that from him but i didn't get that i just got the feeling of like he's like I got bigger fish to fry right now and I already lost one wife in childbirth and I just got to stay focused like keep my eye on the prize right now this is what I got to do now strategically sending her sons off to be messengers and not as warriors I thought that was very smart in hindsight maybe they should have just sent the messengers <laughs> I'm like watching this episode so intently that I forgot that it was the finale. Like, it was so layered with personalities and strong events, death on top of death, which is true Game of Thrones. And nothing was really out of control. It was just like, this all makes sense. This is good. This is good TV right here. This is good writing right here. And then it got to a point where I was like, not just enjoying it. But then I started talking back to the screen. And you know you really in it when you start talking back. Like, because they're not talking to you, but you talking to them. <sighs> when Lucerus, her son, pulls up to the, uh, I think it was the Baratheon house. And parked his baby dragon. <laughs> Woo! And that big-headed dragon. <laughs> I can't. He parked his baby dragon and it looked big. Like I never thought once this was a tiny dragon. I was like, he's on a dragon. He's flying a dragon. He parks his dragon. The guards that he parked in front of looked very intimidated as they should have because it is indeed a dragon. But when that big headed, no good dragon over the wall <laughs> looked over, whoo, that's when I would have just handed over my little note and said, here, this is for the man of the house. Have him send me a raven with his decision when he gets a chance, okay? <laughs> okay, bye-bye, guys. We gotta go. I gotta, yeah, the weather's bad. We gotta go. Uh, we'll see y'all, all right? Good talking to you, bye. That would've been me. Would've been out. We the, Forget responsibilities and all that. Look, Ma, this is what happened. Sorry, I did what I did. I had, hey, I'm back. But nah, she gave him all that pep talk. He was brave. I think he took all the lessons that Renera was trying to teach him and he stepped up to the plate. He went in there and he did the job. But my boy Eamon, who was very much like Damon, 
Eamon, who I normally like, why do I like the bad guys? I don't know. He said, oh, let me, let me, let me be a little bit petty to my cousin over here. Never mind the fact that they seemed so close in age before. And now Eamon looks twice his age and his size. Again, I don't know if it is like that in the book. And I don't listen to your spoiler section because I'm trying to keep it 100 for myself. But them strong boys are not physically strong at all, which I, I guess that's the irony of their name. But um, Eamon looks like a grown man to his baby cousin that took his eye out just a couple of years ago and they were the same size, whatever. Eamon was a dick as he normally is. Like, no shade, if you took my eye, I'm gonna talk shit to you every chance I get. I'm gonna bring it up in every conversation. Every time I see you, I'm gonna say something. I'm never gonna forget because I have to look at myself every day and realize my eye is gone because of you. And still, Lucerus didn't back down. He did the job and he loved, even with the little drama they had, he loved respectfully. He was like, all right, it's time to get out of here. It's time to go. This place is not safe. It's feeling a little shaky. But my boy Amos and nah, I'm gonna have to go fuck with him just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm gonna fuck with him just a little bit because he took he took my eye. He took my eye. Listen, I I can't. Again, mind you, I'm talking to the screen through all of this, okay? And I'm watching this big ass dragon fly. Like if it was me. And I see this big ass dragon fly over me. No, sir. No. I would have hid my little dragon and we would have waited things out until it was safe to fly home. We would have took care in that in that mountain mountainous area that he flew into because he was tiny and he could do that. Yeah, we would have bunkered down for a bit until your boy was gone. And I, that's it. That would have been the end of it right there. Again, there are so many... Uh, so many points here where I was yelling at the TV saying, ah, okay, hide now. Ah, okay, turn back now. It's just my emotions. I was up and down, up and down. But I was like, never thinking what was going to come came. Okay, I, I, I didn't see any of this coming. I was just like, all right, we going, we're going to survive. And no, not at all. <laughs> now, this is where you have to go back in time. And remember what King Leprosy, I mean King Viserys, <laughs> King Viserys told them. He said, we only give the illusion that we control these dragons. Bitch, they are dragons. We don't control shit. They are animals at the end of the day. And if they don't want to listen to you, they will not. Like, they're animals. It's like the, you know, the circus. They can, They teach these animals, but every now and then... These motherfucking tigers and elephants and everything else, they tired of their shit. Like, I don't want to listen to you. I'm bigger than you. I don't have to listen. And I'm with other animals and they do other things. They have other emotions and they act off of instinct, primal instinct. Like, they don't have common sense. But anyway, like he told them, like, people think we're like gods we because we have dragons and we control them. We do not control the dragons at all. It's an illusion. Now, take into the fact, these dragons bond with their riders. They probably harbor the same feelings and emotions 
that I would imagine that their writers have, but they don't have the, the common sense or the human sensibility of it all. Eamon's dragon was going in, bothering them, and then poor baby Lucerus's dragon was like, yo, are you kidding me? I'm tired of this. I ain't no punk. And neither is my master. Like, I'm tired of running away. I'm, I'm tired of y'all always trying to punk him, which is probably how Lucerus feels. Like, I'm tired of Eamon always coming at me. And then Eamon, you know, he's always calling it out. I want an eye for an eye. Not your life, but I need to at least take your eye back for payback to my mother in her honor. And his dragon, again, probably feels that. Like, both of these dragons are feeling their riders. In my mind, at least, this is what I think. And Lucerus is tired of being scared and running away. And he's like, I gotta get home. And I just want to get home. Like, please listen to me. Take me home, dragon. But those dragons with no good sense. That baby dragon said, enough is enough. I don't care that you're bigger than me. Ah, take that. Here's a little heat. Dracarys this, motherfucker. And that was cute. It was real cute. And ultimately, that is where he fucked up. <laughs> this, this is where he fucked up. That damn dragon, I looked up. Oh my gosh, his name, um, God, what's his name? Vagar, Vagar. The biggest and the baddest and the oldest in the motherfucking land. He said, nah, bruh, I don't care about your reasons. And as animal lessons, like, animal lessons have to be taught. Like, you know, they have like an hierarchy, like lions. Like, I'm the king of the jungle, whatever. Like, do you know who I am? Bitch, I'm Vagar. There's a chain of command here and you're gonna learn today. Chomped his ass like a fucking snack, a mini Oreo, a, a small little breadstick, an appetizer, if you will. Like, he probably doesn't even know. He doesn't even know that he killed Lucerus. This is not funny, but it was so funny. He doesn't even know that he killed Lucerus because that wasn't even his agenda. But. He killed that dragon, killed the fuck out of that dragon, and said, now what? I'm out. Say something else. Oh, you can't, because I killed you. <laughs> I know I was talking complete nonsense to my screen this whole time. I was just like, no, stop, don't do it, no, 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 God, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> like, it was so good to me. Ah. And this, my friends, is where Eamon realized that he fucked up the look on his face. Like, well, if we weren't going to war before this, we damn sure going to war now. Like, it's a wrap. And I ain't mean to kill my cousin, but I guess we really don't control these dragons. They're wild ass animals. So, all right, I'm out. <laughs> And I would love to see, I, I think maybe they would have to do, like, in the opening of the season, the next season, they're probably going to have to let us know how this information transpired, like, how she found out, how did they find out, like, I do want to know who told what, who, did anybody find a body, was there a body, did y'all see a body falling, I just saw two halves of a dragon falling, I didn't see baby Lucerus, um, but again, I, I'm usually watching it while I'm working on, on my phone. So I'll be yelling at my phone. But you did, I mean, you did what you did. And at the end of the day, this is where he woke the beast up inside of Renera. And baby, 
I'm sorry. I am all here for it. Like, I'm just here for it. The, the messiness, I'm here for it. You can see in her face, all caution has officially been thrown out of the window. She is about to lose her shit completely. Call her the Mad Queen, because it's on and popping now. And and that's all Damien need anyway. He just needed a reason. And he needed her to have a reason so they could be on the same team and snap and go the fuck off together. Like, they probably gonna have better sex now. Like, I don't know. I do wonder how this is gonna play out with her allies. Like, will they be on her side for real? Or will they be like, oh, yo, 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 hold up. I know this happened. He killed your son, but like, let's stick to the plan. Remember, we had a plan. I think she's just gonna go off. She's just gonna snap. Um, I feel like she is officially team fuck your plans. And, well, I mean, you know, it's the Game of Thrones. We not watching to see who wins. We staying tuned for the madness. And I am definitely staying tuned for season two. I am all in. And, whew, it was good to me. If you can't tell, I enjoyed it. And I hope all of you enjoyed it too. <laughs> all right, I'm out. That was Parthenia with her thoughts on the episode. So I think that you are way more uh, down for the events that played out. Uh, less critical, I should say, than than I was. But uh, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And I think you're absolutely right. This was a really good setup to make you want to come back for season two. Um, I'm not shocked by any of these things that unfolded. So it will. it is going to be a little different going through my lens because i'm the book reader so <laughs> i was looking more for the surprises and while they gave a little bit of emotional surprise everything else pretty much was on par uh but um i i did point out i probably was in the minority on the the criticisms i had I think that Ray Ray, she swallowed a lot of her rage and her anger and even her disgust, I think, with her husband. And I think all of that has warped into this soup of discontent that isn't quite, uh, I know you said Mad Queen. Yeah, I think there's a lot going on with that. Uh, I don't know if I feel great about, the, I don't feel great about the idea that Damon is going to, to stir that and I would have felt far more differently if it wasn't something she herself now it just feels like he's taking advantage of a traumatized person uh, but she still has her own agency but now she's blinded but I guess that's not any different than anyone else right uh, blinded by her emotions and no longer thinking in a politically savvy way in which we were beginning to see her unfold to possibly be i still contend that yeah she did show up in this episode as someone that wanted to step into the shoes of her father and be much more of a savvy player but i also think that it almost was too little too late because you had 25 years to do this like the the when you see how the greens had okay well we're moving the treasury and we're doing this that is someone who's been been uh been waiting for this moment to happen and are putting their cards in the place because all she should have needed to do is send out ravens not even her son 
uh actually i think it was jace who said we shouldn't send out ravens we should send us that's fine as well but why would you send them alone it it, just because alicent maybe someone she feels that she can trust and isn't going to kill children and so on and so forth clearly all of the other men in the kingdom have that hot to trot on their mind uh i don't know because she has to then trust otto uh, as well as um as allison and while i i can feel that she may give that lead way to allison i can't think that she would ever give that to otto and that's where i'm like ah i don't know i still think you're reactionary and you're unfortunately you should have said okay fine i'm gonna send you but i'm gonna sit not gonna send you fucking alone send someone with you but you can't because they have dragons (laughs) no one can travel with them as much or send them both together i i don't know it's just it seems silly to me to send off your most precious commodity by yourself by themselves completely unsuited for the task in which you are putting them up to but you feel like well it happened to me but then again on the flip side of that can one argue that that's that's the generational cost of continuing to press these claims of entitlement for people that very clearly are not made for the roles in which they want to and are trying to inhabit i think that she could have been a lot more a lot more and i wanted her to be a lot more like i don't know if i was calling my husband's name out in the middle of fucking labor and i needed him in this emotional moment like i've been devastated by the loss of my father for the loss of my child for the loss of my throne can we take a moment to not think about the political angle and let's actually mourn our losses let's actually let be there for me i don't think that's too much to ask and i don't think that taking five more minutes that that was a selfish choice i i i don't i can't agree that it was just him being like oh this is business i gotta take this part and you're making uh, unilateral decisions on your own that it's not even the queen's behest because he doesn't feel as if i am at behest of the queen even though he bowed to her he pretty much imagines himself sharing that crown with her and she pretty much sold him on that promise when they got married so i think that they're sloppy with each other as far as you know she's all not uh keen to the dangerous man uh how we're talking about allison like you're around this dangerous man that put you all through this shit and allison waking up to it i think that rhaenyra is still is still a little bit in the dark on that um and how all of this can get that's what i mean like we're we're putting it between these two people but it's really not once you go to war that's the kingdom yeah they can come to your banner but the more strife between the house targaryen it opens the opportunity for lannisters or baratheons or anyone else like the valerians to step into the void of all that um so really i think her initial and i think her her son being the the catalyst that broke her i think that's um not unrealistic uh but it is kind of like her 
more emotionally turning dark versus more uh strategically turning or playing the game of thrones as you as you pointed out because she's not really playing the games now she's acting on pure emotion understandable but not playing the game uh i think that he didn't give them a choice with them and the whole loyalty thing is is really problematic because then they're not really loyal out of true honor they're loyal out of fear and there's not a lot of people that's going to be put in front of a fucking dragon it's not going to be like okay because all you do is then then they're not tied to you by anything that's actually true and the minute that they can actually find a better opportunity they're going to find that better opportunity and that's why you should not use fear and only fear i mean a lot of leaders have done it they have and it's gotten them to some places but we also know all of those places have been warfare for hundreds upon thousands of years and the people that suffer the most is the people on the outside of all of this Uh, there are some personal stakes for the people that are involved sure but who's gonna shoulder the brunt of that not those people i'm not also too keen on how good either renera or damon are at actually (laughs) warfare because they don't have they, they have all the ideas they don't really have much to do with execution and i think that's where we might have some problems but that's neither here nor there i can't predict that in the future but i've not seen anything from either that would give me a lot of hope (laughs) that they actually know how to execute versus advise um so i didn't get that damon was focused i kind of just thought he was an asshole i didn't get that he was because she clearly said don't make any decisions without me and he's over there making all of the decisions so that's i can understand if he was like yeah she needs me and she all this is going in the back but i'm i'm focusing on what is important to us it's like no i'm focusing on what's important to me that's why he's holding on to the idea that they they poisoned they killed my brother he was already on that before they even walked in the room smelling oh he's on poppy you guys are just doing this because no look at him without it it's not a fucking pretty sight like no one whatever our personal feelings are if the greens really like a lot of the power the greens had it was given by viserys and that's what you're really pissed off about because he had a he got rid of otto and he brought his ass back and nobody nobody put that shit up in his ear except Viserys because he really never wanted to get rid of him in the first place the only reason why he got rid of him is because Renera said I'll do it if uh I'll go marry Lanar if you get rid of Otto that's how Otto got replaced so that's another big thing that I think is not really as explored is while he set his daughter up to be the next future queen he didn't do it with the idea that the greens somehow or otto or allison wouldn't also be players in that game he wanted them all to be on the same team and working together and that is exactly in a way what she is extending even though they took the throne yes i took your birthright that in a lot of people's mind should have been went to to aegon to begin with 
that could cause a civil war to begin with i'm getting ahead of that i'm wrong yes they're absolutely wrong for that not gonna defend it but in the grand scheme of things i'm also giving you the greatest fleet and the richest house in the kingdom and dragonstone uh, the most fortified power base uh, as far as things within the family you really again objectively you didn't lose too much so uh damon going around talking about they kill my brother makes it feel like it's more of a a crime than the crime that they actually commit because in a lot of people's minds that's actually not a crime so he needs it he needs to convince people of it and he needs that to be the narrative and he's trying to get ahead of that before cooler heads or rationale prevails and that to me speaks far more to the blackness of his soul um than than they've really shown all season and as i stated earlier i think this is just like a snake shedding his skin like yeah i was trying that shit on but now this is who i really am uh yeah i think she shouldn't have sent those children alone um she should have i don't know there's a lot of things i feel like she could have done differently but she was talked into a lot of things like i don't think i'm not keen on the people around her either i don't know how great they are like they don't i'm sorry they just don't feel political to me when i juxtapose the green council to this as as wicked as that shit was it came with a certain sense of actual competence whereas this felt like a lot of people just now for the first time picking up power and figuring out what to do with it uh if it wasn't for the storm arax kind of easily outflown vagar because he's bigger so it's another one of those things where yeah i'm fucking with you but it could have been yeah i'm fucking with you but you got away um king leprosy that shit is hilarious and should be on a t-shirt because <laughs> he was a leprous king he truly truly was your freaking brother been falling apart for years and you ain't had a kind word to say and supported him once ain't done nothing but be a pain in his ass you married his fucking niece after all of the like we never got an insight on how Varys felt about that you know i think they skipped over some necessary context but because i do have that necessary context i'm like damien you're full of shit <laughs> they're absolutely and utterly full of shit you may have loved your brother but not the way in which a brother actually loves a brother face looking like got more craters in the goddamn moon but i also think it is a trend just like with lena damon does what damon wants first and no matter how much he cares about his significant other their feelings do not trump his own i have enjoyed your feedback for this season and i'm glad that this is a good place for you to go and enjoy listening when you need a diversion from life (laughs) and i hope you uh join us in the future for any other show that we do it because i think it's gonna be like two years before house of the dragon comes back and last and certainly not least we have queen mimi what up Dina? it's mimi this is uh like my 12th take for this house of the dragons the finale of season one um 
I told myself I was just going to get on this thing and start talking and whatever the hell came out, this is going to come out because I'm not doing this again. I I didn't like this episode. I know we talked about that. I didn't. I thought it was very dry, very boring for a finale. Um, I understand they were, you know, they had like a system they needed to show strategic events and stuff like that. But I mean, if that was going to be the case, I feel like they should have had an 11th episode because this shit was dry as fucking boring. And then it's like, now you got to pick like you, because I want uh, the side with um, uh, Rainus to win. And now I guess Corliss joined the, the fight because apparently that fool is live. Um, so it's like, I want to root for... I, I guess you, you're calling it, it's like the black against the green but I can't I can't be okay with Damon he's a piece of shit and I hate him um I don't even want to pretend to even comprehend why like Damon is so popular like I understand enjoying an actor and I know loving an actor or even a musician sometimes like sometimes their music don't be hitting sometimes the things like you know the characters they're playing like the show is good but the characters trash and like if people would distinguish like make a distinction between okay i love this actor but this character is trash like i don't understand why his fandom is so thirsty to be in love with him like you cannot look at what he did to renera this episode and be like oh yeah that's a good guy he loves her she had a baby baby died he didn't give a shit didn't care and in the mix of it was trying to figure out how he was gonna make sure that he got on the throne fuck her this is my throne and that's clearly what he's saying like he was choking her just to let her know like bitch i killed my other wife i can kill you i have no problem and it, and i find it hard to believe that renera doesn't think he had anything to do with his first wife's death she can't she's not dumb but anyway first I want to talk about is how the fuck is Corliss alive (laughs) don't get me wrong I'm glad he's here but how the fuck is that man alive you got stabbed you got stabbed in the neck with a sword and fell into the ocean like that should have been your demise sir okay they found you they pulled you out because like if you think about it if you fall in water when you're stabbed it makes you water makes you bleed faster that's why you got to put pressure on it to stop the bleeding. So how in the heck is this man still alive? Okay, like, okay, they call him the sea snake. Clearly he's been around water. His body has probably um, been uh, adapted to the bacteria in the water. But the fact that he made it through the fever and the clearly he was septic sounds like he was doing terrible. I don't know who his maester is, but he that motherfucker needs promotion because Corliss should have been dead like by all accounts even in the year 2022 sounds like what happened to him event hit the events that happened to him should have been the end of his life so the fact that that motherfucker not only alive but he out here walking around plotting and whatnot that's that's pretty impressive and it that's another reason why I am all about team black because I want that team to succeed um, because I love me some Rainus. You co- of course, I love the twins. I don't know if it's Bela and Rayla. Is that what it is? I don't know why I can't remember the other one's name. I I be calling them Rayla and Bela, but I don't know if that's right. So please correct me because I I'm trying to do better. 
I saw this meme that says, can't nobody spoil me on the House of Dragons because I can't remember nobody's name. And that made me laugh because I get it. Because they, they all their names are the same. You think you going in hard and then you hear, like, you hear someone else say it and you're like, well, shit. I've been saying that shit wrong this whole time. So, yeah. Um, so, I'm going to call people by their, like, shortened names, especially um, uh, Rhaenyra's children because I, I can't remember. But, um... Like, that's the, the biggest thing to me right now. Um, focus it on what's going to be. Because right now, what they presented me with was pretty fucking tragic. Like, the first first thing I want to say, I do appreciate Corliss's um, and uh, Rainey's, their, like, positions. Like, it looks like Rainey's is pretty um, impressed with um Rhaenyra because it's like Damon's so fucking concerned about you know we gotta make sure that we get all these dragons because dra- dragons win win wars and it's like Rhaenyra was making some good points when dragons go to war everybody fucking loses because I remember in how uh Game of Thrones when before um uh Daenerys could even uh control her dragon they were going around eating people's sheep burning people's children like that, that they cause devastation and, the, and like the thing that people got to understand they're wild animals you might be able to ride them but that motherfucker is letting you you're not controlling that fucking dragon that dr- dragon is doing it because it respects you and it's like okay if that's what you want i'll do it but if the motherfucker didn't want to do it i promise you there's nothing you could do to make them and I that's the that's this is why the ending of this fucking shook me because it's like I'll, I'll talk about that I just I just want to finish uh with Corliss and Rainey's because she was like we you know we shouldn't do that like all Damon is concerned with is winning it's like you want to fucking rule over ashes because that's what it's gonna be if y'all have these fucking dragons going to war and I don't think that motherfucker gives a shit because we saw him going down there I you know, and the thing I will say, I really honestly didn't even realize how big Lena's dragon was until we saw the comparison between the two while one is flying, when, when uh, Emon's uh, dragon was flying over. So I was like, that dragon looked big, the one that Damon was like the approaching. Um, so I, I'm not sure how big it is and I don't even know what, I mean, I don't care. I'm sure we'll find out whatever. I know people are trying to say, um, what dragon it is I don't give a shit it looked like a pretty big dragon but my question is like okay I I guess I'm not a multiple pet owner like I have my dog that I've had but and then I had to adopt the cats but it's different because I didn't have all of them at the same time like from babies and they didn't grow but like if you have a dragon and then you acquire another one that the dragons don't get jealous of each other like I don't know if that's a thing just a question I have it's like seems like you shouldn't be able to have multiple dragons because they would not like that but I, I don't know I guess I guess that's another part of the dragon lore that we will soon discover um but yeah he's looking for another one and Rhaenyra is just trying to be strategic and plan and plot and trying to get allies which is true allies are the ones that helped win wars too but it's like the more you include these people, Damon, Dragon, other, like, all these dragons into it, that's more places that are going to be fucking set asunder because you want to be a dick and not listen to logic 
um he'd rather rule over ash than not rule at all and that's that shit dangerous um so i guess um my other thing was like um <sighs> now i i can i want to get to the ending because honestly this is at that this point that's really all i care about because i didn't like uh Rhaenyra's reaction to finding out that her child died I would be in a fucking rage like I would be fucking I, I know it's not very like uh queenly royal whatever I don't know what the word is but I would be fucking livid I mean to the point where I'm like you could you I, my rage would be palpable everybody in that motherfucking room would see that I'm fucking angry like as pale as fucking Renera is, she should have been beat fucking red with fucking anger. And that last scene, it's like, I don't know what I was supposed to take from it, but it looked like she was smirking. You were like, oh, bitch, you just gave me a reason to be really mad. Is that so now you're you're happy that they killed your son? Because now you can really rage like she had these like pathetic little whimpers. And then she turned around and her face was like. I don't know if it's supposed to be evil like you should have been fucking angry like I and I could tell that um Luke was scared like anybody like I know me if I had seen that big dumbass dragon just up there he knows that's Emmons uh dragon I would have hopped right on my dragon and, and got the fuck out of there look look mom that place is already um it's already tainted they have already been um coarse so we should just try and find someone else <laughs> he could have easily done that and not even went in but the fact that he went in he was trying to be brave because i know he saw that dragon it was fucking hard to miss he knows whose dragon that is and uh he still decided to go along with it and i'm proud of him and i'm devastated but i do think that his death would will is the reason that i think i think he's supposed to be betrothed betrothed to bela um i don't remember which is which i don't remember which who has who but i know both brothers are betrothed to the twins and she like every time they're together she'll like stand by him and they like look at each other and smile so it's like even if they didn't like love each other romantically you could tell there's like friendship there and there was respect and love so I think, like, I remember you saying, Christina, about how, um, like, they're, um, one of them is going to be a very good warrior, and the other one is going to be a, um, like, a fierce strategic one, um, and together they're going to be amazing. But I think this is going to be the turning point, because if Bela, now she, her betrothed is dead, not only that, her, 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 that stepbrother like they grew up together she they loved each other they had friendship i i know one of them was with the with uh rainier uh rainies i don't remember which one i think it was bela but no matter what that's her betrothed and i know she had she cared about him at the very least uh with friendship feelings and now he's dead and i and i feel like that's going to be the turning point like maybe renera is it raging that somebody killed her fucking son her second son, the sweet, lovable one, the one that broke into tears because if he inherits this, you know, this drift mark, that means everybody's dead. Like, how how often? It's always the sweet princes that fucking die. And that shit is just sad as fuck. Like, it just really breaks my heart. And I'm just sad for him because <laughs> he was trying to be brave and 
brave people usually don't live very long. <laughs> um, if he'd have been a chicken, he would he wouldn't have died. Um, I'm proud of him and I'm sad. Um, but the thing that I I just want to talk about, like I I watched that scene, the ending with the you know them chasing each other on well, the big dragon chasing the little dragon, Edmund chasing uh, Luke on the dragon, and when Luke like had his dragon like like fire at the other one like it sounded like he said you know forget Damon join me was he trying to convert the dragon like on his side like that was smart and very brave and his dragon is brave as fuck because I'd have been like look dude I know you see that motherfucker I know you see how big she is is that really what we gonna do right now are we really on that I would have been like nah nah I would have wrote I would have flown away but both Luke and his dragon were being really brave. And I'm proud of them. And I'm sad that that, that, that was their demise. Um, but the thing that really, like, I, I want to say irked my asshole. Because I know Eyepatch is a is a boss bitch. We already talked about, like, I, I approve of his, his evolution, his glow up, if you will. But um, why was he, like, looking, like, oh, sad about it? It's like you chased your nephew and you said you have a debt to pay. Weren't you weren't you trying to kill him? Like because I, I don't know. It's like when you see like, you know, a fight escalate to someone being shot to death. It's like you came there ready to fight and you brought that gun to that fight and you pulled that gun out. What do you think was going to happen? Like why are you surprised that it escalated into someone's death? You have to understand that violence is gonna be violent and death is a possibility if you was just trying to take his eye why did you get on that dragon and chase him you can't i i please somebody explain this to me and i i cannot the thing that i am ready to see in season two is i want to he- see fucking uh allison's reaction to the fact that luke is dead and it's literally your son's fault explain that away explain that away please 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 do that for me because i i'm very curious to know how you're gonna pretend like this is literally not your son's fault that that boy's dead and now like if you remember if i remember correctly about what happened with um the stark family that shit just go this is just gonna turn this into some wild and out for some in these streets like this is gonna be an all-out war because now there's literally not even just the the illusion of respect or in this case the disrespect of you thinking you're gonna um crown your son even though i'm the named heir you really your son killed my son and now like it all in in it was it was presented like you know you know me defending my brother's throne but in all reality i've been waiting for this moment because you took my eye bitch and now i'm gonna take yours and that's the bottom line that's what it was like it, it was uh supposed to be something simple it's like i'm gonna just ease like i know i can take you i'm gonna take your eye and it's gonna get, like i i just don't understand why he looked so surprised that it ended up a death i don't know how old anybody is like i'm assuming uh jace is probably around maybe 16 17 and i think luke is probably like three four maybe maybe he's only two years younger than him 
because when they were little they didn't look too far apart so i'm just gonna say two years that seems like right so if luke is 16 then uh luke is 14 jace is probably 16 or 17 and i guess luke was i i just i feel like they might be younger than that because i if they were like the betrothed to them i feel like jace is old enough to marry i'm not sure the age but um i know he was old enough to where they thought he could go be a messenger um and then um oh my god what is the name of that king that was like y'all not about to fight and here y'all take that shit outside i wonder i'm just curious i'm trying to figure out how david found out about luke and told renera i don't know <sighs> i just i like this show don't get me wrong but i just this ending this season finale was just so dry and then like yes that ending was enough to send us into season two but i just felt like there was so much stuff missing we didn't even get to see like we spent we spent that previous episode only with the greens and then we spent the previous other the next episode the finale only with the blacks i feel like we should have ended at least with seeing where both of them are like if they were going to put the death scene in there it could have been at the end you know of, of episode 11 i feel like that like i feel like they should have done that i don't know um i i really don't care to talk about anything else <laughs> i know there's a bunch of stuff i i've i've talked about and honestly at this point i don't even care <laughs> um i if i have any other thoughts which i doubt maybe i'll jot them down and then when season two starts we can go from there um so i'm gonna end it here until next time love peace care grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode and i'm not surprised by her feelings as we kind of discussed a little bit offline and i agree uh, to a certain extent I think as far as the script and the cinematography and the execution that's why I gave it a nine because those things all did do what they were supposed to do but it was a little dry <laughs> in some parts only because it's missing some of the work that could have been done previously as stated it would have hit differently in some parts uh, of all the things, you know, her losing her child. Um, I don't know. Like, even if the women were around, I, I just feel like there was something, something that was missing that the last episode had with some of the same type of, because, you know, it's a lot of dialogue and even less uh, dragon, uh, you know, homicide. But... <laughs> but there was a, a sense of i don't know urgency to what was going on it felt more layered and this almost seemed like a torture porn there that's the word i was looking for like almost too many things going ridiculously and disastrously wrong in renera's mind to get her it felt more in in her case because a lot of people were talking about well the whole prophecy that's not in the books and they're doing it for the greens to give them a reason for so on and so forth yada 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 but that seemed to make a little bit more sense to me <laughs> and it was consistently through even to this episode whereas this one kind of took a lot of 
a lot of odd detours to get us to the same place and i'll talk more in the book spoilers i suppose and things did go the way they did in the book it's just i don't know i don't know i can't put my finger on it i cannot put my finger on it but dry is certainly uh certainly the best we have right now uh, you asked the same question and i forgot to ask for parthenia how did damon know so yeah dragons in the sky everyone watches dragons in the sky so basically they weren't that far from baratheon stronghold to be able to see that there are two dragons fighting up in the sky i mean they saw craxis or arax attack uh and i think that's where the the confusion is coming from as far as why aemon was devastated they both were it's like starting something again i don't know i get these two little boys all the time where they fight they, they fight they start to fight they start a fight and then all of a sudden in the middle of the fight the little one young, runs away and he ends up falling out of the tree or some shit and you're like well i didn't really mean for him to break his leg but you were fucking with him right and it, it all led to that but it is not yeah i i get what you're saying like it is still your fault but intentions do matter uh whether things go a different way i i, I at least feel like intentions matter and with Amon, his intentions were not to kill his uh his nephew his intentions were to fuck with him over this uh beef that they still got over his eye because he even heard he's like oh my eye was a good price to pay for vagar you think he's gonna go up to him and every time you see him not antagonize him about that especially when you have no one around so he gave chase because he's like oh no i want my fucking eye and (laughs) i think in the books it makes a little bit more sense but he he uh he only was trying to mess with him in that moment and then caraxis i keep saying fucking caraxis and i know it's arax what is up with me saying that word arax actually did something his writer did not want him to do he was not being brave (laughs) and then got a dose of let me be brave no he acted like a beast does and i've seen it in the wild too many times to say to know that it's not not accurate that yeah you will see smaller animals try to fuck with bigger animals all the time look at cats and dogs technically cats and dogs the dogs should be dominant but you'll see cats fucking with dogs all the time and dogs that are three times their size because when they feel they want to the when they feel themselves or feel themselves is young arax is like yeah what you gonna do motherfucker and he uh, bit off more than he could chew the unfortunate part of that is in that fight between the dragons there were two dragon riders vagar was being told by his rider to stop it no vagar i don't want you to do this vagar fucking stop it but vagar's like no you don't start shit and don't think i'm not gonna finish it and that's what happened it was a battle between two animals that the two riders had absolutely no control over and i think that that was a shock to both of them because in their minds they've been told this lie that we are in control of our dragons and it's just that a lie so yeah amen was shocked because he didn't he did not want and did not expect for things to escalate the way they escalated because in a in another world what as he was chasing him to intimidate him he could have easily and should have easily gotten away 
but unfortunately there was a storm and it was windy and so he didn't get away from the much faster or much slower dragon i think it will depend on uh the story that he decides to tell allison does he tell allison i didn't mean for this to happen um does that matter we saw that allison is willing to go to the bat for her son i was having a talk offline about someone saying like oh you would never do that and all this and it was funny because i was like look how many mothers like defend their deadbeat sons you know how many parents have their kids go to jail or they commit a crime even if it's not murder you know parents do when it comes to that that bond that loyalty their child it is rather it can be blinding and sometimes you won't know until you're tested i like to think that i know exactly what i would do and i would stand by that but i'm not in that moment and while i can judge it and i totally think it's wrong to judge we're like well what what am i gonna i can chastise him for it but technically he could he's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants at some point Aegon's gonna realize that i don't have any power over him or control and she doesn't and rather she decides to you know chastise him or whatever the case may be ain't gonna change who the fuck he is <laughs> and what he wants to do uh so loving him is the only thing that a lot of mothers and and not only mothers fathers parents feel that they they do for their children it's not that they don't judge them for what they do it's just that they are going to when it comes to you against the world i'm gonna always be with you and you're back um i think it, it is way easier to love the greens or the blacks because they do have people that are i think with greens they're more strategically politically savvy know how to play the game with the blacks they're more the personable people that we can feel a close connection to that we see as really good people that we can in our hearts root for but that doesn't make them uh right for the throne either <laughs> it really does it is one way or another it's what one may assume is their birthright i don't know you stole my throne yeah but i think i've st- discussed that enough in the the podcast um some other things clearly viserys did come through despite as much as he chastised his daughter and it didn't seem to ever have any play in her mind it does seem as if she did say i mean because she knows about this dream too and that's the sticking point where she knows where i kind of need a male heir on the throne and that is part of the song of ice and fire um doesn't say a male or female but it's a targaryen versus what she's about to do she's about to put a half targaryen on the throne (laughs) she needs to think about the decisions she's making too a lot harder because we can't forget about that other part of the equation that other people are going to bulk against and buck hard i think i said bulk before i meant buck uh you're correct i did not see anger in that in that look i was searching for it i tried a few times watching it (laughs) i just when i think about the rage that would come over me at the loss of my yeah you're right there's no redness in the face like if even if we just saw i think i think there could have been a lot more brought to that scene if that's the last scene you're gonna end a season off of right you cannot fuck that that's why rick grimes 
did that scene over and over and over again where he's like they messing with the wrong one when he really wanted to say fuck and he's like i have to say this with the fuck in it no matter how much i don't have the fuck with it and he was was he was really committed to that and uh i don't i don't think that came through reyna is luke's betrothed uh she's the one that's the neglected daughter and does not have a dragon steel bela and you couldn't separate them if one was to get the short hair like in the book bela learned under rainies and is betrothed to luke or to to jace so that's why i was really upset or i thought it was an opportunity um for jace to then go and they can actually build that relationship up a little bit i think that would have been a smart ass move to do just for what i know comes next going on in the song of fire and in blood uh not the song up but you know what i meant so yeah that, that was a whole fucked up uh and i think that's all i have to add i agree with everything you said about damon yeah you can know a villain's but i don't i do think that some people just they don't they don't separate it same thing with ed harris's character in westworld right um ed harris great actor played the fuck out of the role even he himself is like i'm an evil person (laughs) everyone else is like no he's he's making all the sense in the world i think when you want your when you like someone so much or then you're when you're unwilling to see all the evil that's why you have the fucking church of them those churches you got kenneth copeland in the fucking world cult of personality is a thing and people are that just tells you a lot more about humanity and their ability to be swayed by cult of a personality than by um morality in itself and that's a sad sad thing that's playing out in the real world that's why when i hear about certain things i'm like yeah you can say it's just fiction but unfortunately it plays out uh in nonfiction, <laughs> where it gives us a good insight into what's happening in our reality and that's exactly what's happening i mean i think you can separate i know i love to hate damon when he's being a badass he's being a badass it doesn't mean that uh i can't acknowledge badassery at the same time acknowledging that you're a horrible human being because as i stated it doesn't take a lot for empathy it's the easiest thing that anyone could ever do in this world is to be empathetic um but it's the hardest thing people struggle with and if you truly loved your wife you know viserys all the shit that we want to give him for his unilateral decision to not give her the choice he didn't fucking leave her side he went through that with her he from the beginning to he could have shut his eyes and pretended like he didn't see what was happening but he imprinted his brain on the memory of what he chose to do in that moment and he did not abandon her in that moment and the fact that his brother did just tells us that everything that while we've seen damon make some points his brother actually ultimately was correct on like even him like i can love this guy i want him as my family he knows he murdered his wife and he still invited him back to his court it's like i love you but i don't not acknowledge what you are so i think i'm going to leave it there as far as feedback goes uh if you want to check in in the new show that we're going to be doing which is interview with the vampire on amc i'm so pumped for that because the lead actor on that show mm, hey look mm, 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 he looks sexy as fuck <laughs> 
mm, I've seen a few gifts. I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to be splooshing all through that show. Uh, you can send feedback for that, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave commentary below. My social media will be there as well. If you don't want to hear spoilers, there's your chance to get the fuck out of here. Spoilers. 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 So let's talk about the differences first from how this went down. I'm glad they didn't show the deformed child. I'm glad Rhaenyra did not act like, oh man, you killed my baby. And you like, I'm glad they didn't put all that shit on her. Uh, I think the best thing they're doing with the book is showing how in the book there's a complete and utter respect for the women at the head of this. <laughs> they're painted both like vicious scorpions and it's not the it's not the truth like they both have um they both have qualities about them that are very flawed but they also feel very real like i don't hate allison or Rhaenyra. that's the crazy part i know there's a lot of things i don't agree with either one of them but i don't hate them i think allison is more realistically portrayed as a woman in this time in history in this time in history where it's been for up to the last 100 years for women and i think that that story needs to be told in all of its uh decency and indecency especially if they want to have something like any control over their lives i think renera is the catalyst for the thing uh, the woman and the the queen we would want to have even though she's a little sloppy a little spoiled could do better but she's not evil she's not bad she's not terrible uh and you know over time she could learn there's nothing to say that just because you start in one place don't mean you can't end up in another place and i think they emotionally got to different places due to the things that were going on in their lives like i still i don't forget the fact that while renera was on her grand tour of barbie meets ken that this child was literally having babies at 14 and 15 and 16 years old like that's not babies that you don't even want babies you don't know how to take care of no one's there to to help you you know and Renera surrounds herself by women whereas she seems to be surrounded by men and that's that's her her cross to bear while Renera has too much freedom and it continues to make just very selfish decisions understandably selfish decisions but selfish nonetheless and then doesn't think that she isn't entitled to those decisions that she makes she doesn't think about the consequences of her actions very keenly and i think that that's gonna play out in a really horrendous fashion once we get a little bit more of the black side and that's gonna make all of us feel horrible because we do love jace and we do love corliss and rainus and they're gonna be the uh what do you call that the uh oh i cannot think right now (laughs) collateral damage there we go in her very 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 compromised state of mind uh and damon being there egging her on i'm glad that they're putting more on damon because there's someone who came out with a comment that about nettles and they were like oh they're gonna be so bad and i was like um no no don't don't and i'm not gonna go too deep into it but don't swirl around nettle's name with damon with someone doing one good thing deed for whatever reason i think this whole war is gonna change a lot of people it's only two years but the shit that happens next 
I mean, we ain't even seen it. Like, you thought everything else was like, oh, everything was so bad. This, this. No. And the Blacks start that shit off. Like, while you see Eamon really do something that was wrong, stupid, silly, it resulted in an accidental death, right? Um, does he admit that or does, because he goes back and it seems like he just owns it and my thing is do you you have to own it in a way or that's gonna moniker is gonna be put on you anyway that you're a kinslayer so at that point do you just own it then like well everyone's already looking at me like shit so i might as well own it but everyone else in the inner circle does know the truth of the matter that no i never went out and intended to do this if that's not gonna matter um and i understand that to renera as a mother but what she does next man her and fucking damon with blood and cheese to go after one of helena's children that are babies like it always threw me that they decided to go after in revenge one of the baby children instead of going after Eamon himself or even Aegon. they they send blood and cheese a child for a child and I always have to, I always threw that in Renee. Like, that's one of the biggest things where it's like, I don't care how much someone else took my child because I know that pain. I would never do that to someone else. Never. Now, after the child that did what they did, sure. But I, I just, that was the biggest, biggest sin of the blacks is them sending blood and cheese to go kill one of Helena's daughters right in front of her face while Allison watches like that is going to be the thing that I, finally and that's why I said I think they're showing more of the immorality of the greens because once they get to the black side you're going to have a hard fucking time squaring that especially after you see how it actually went down for the audience and what happens in the show is canon what happens in the book is not canon I, I want that to be clear is what happens in the book is not canon the showrunner and george rr R. martin came out and said this is the canon so yeah and that's to be expected because we're getting all of the ins and outs of not very biased and after the fact commentary right so i was starting to believe during this episode that hey no it's probably going to be damon who starts this blood and cheese thing but after that look at the end um I think that she we're gonna now put her complicit in that shit and I said once you see that shit go down it's I don't know who on the black side is gonna be like okay yeah you have the moral high ground here because you don't you don't you don't you don't murder a fucking three-year-old um in front of her mother yeah it's really fucked up even if they don't intend for it to go the way blood and cheese it's the same it's the same shit it's the same shit you sent them to do a job and what it unfolds is is uh definitely traumatized it's just it gets way too out of hand uh when i saw rainis go into the gullet did anyone else just kind of go no <laughs> um what else did i want to say this different oh yeah about the the difference in the now that's the one part i thought would have been a little bit and i'm not sure why they even took it out um because i thought that would have been a better way to egg that on is having one of the daughters be like oh he took one of your eyes and he take one of your balls too uh to basically and it felt like in the book that when luke showed up he was a little bit more in control he wasn't this scared kid right he came in 
um but the way they played it out i think it's a uh it's fine but i it does put a little bit well not i i guess i just wanted that scene i thought it would have been a little bit more of an egging on versus um what we got but i also talking out of both sides of my mouth can see enough of the bad blood from the last time you interacted which was not that long ago that they would allow these this petty little childhood dispute because this is a childhood dispute this like happened 12 years ago <laughs> to to rear its ugly head right i felt like there it wasn't just oh i see you now i want to bring up this thing it was like oh i see you i'm still pissed at you but now i got this woman that is pretty much questioning my manhood and throw it in in my face and because i am the second son and insecure and angry about Aegon being on the throne and so on and so forth i do think all of that it's in there right because i do think that there is a little a lot of him being a little disgusted with his own brother like but your family that's the thing and that's what he's been taught family is first he also if you didn't realize because everyone else they were praying at the table they do heavily believe in the sect so once again kinslaying is not someone people just jump on board with (laughs) that's like you've pretty much been considered the blackest of black no one's gonna be uh, putting up banners even otto is like fuck me bruh what the hell Uh, so even if he comes back and apologizes for it he's still fucked if he comes back and owns it he's still fucked so it doesn't really matter which way or the other for Eamon he his life is irreversibly changed right now and I think that's what I got from that scene more than anything because I too think that Eamon is a character that um on the green side that I do find the most intriguing Aegon's a fuckboy but Helena's nice like the children that's who we're talking about it's the children Otto is 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 uh insidious but he's not evil I, I think a lot of while we do put a lot of shit on the greens for being um <laughs> politically manipulative sure we've really not seen evil from them true evil true evil is I'm is what we see happen next and that is is uh that's going to be interesting to see going forward with all those Damon stands. Uh, they took my child. I lost a baby. So they needed to take my baby. That was like the, that's where I was thinking they were going to go. But uh, uh, they got there the same way by just having Renera being like, well, fuck everybody. <laughs> um what else what else did i want to talk about in this episode that was different oh yeah the whole thing like the dragon riders i'm glad they have damon on to that but yeah i'm not going to be too keen if they have him riding two dragons especially him having the biggest i think that's just too much it's too much that's just trying to make that face off between aemon and damon when it comes to it be even more epic and i don't need it to be it's already going to be uh so yeah um as far as what things are leading up to that's what i'm most looking forward to is is seeing everyone who's not a book reader have that band-aid ripped the fuck off on how how depraved that the blacks actually do become in this war on top of 
some pretty sloppy ass leadership and two people at the helm of that leadership that one is already morally compromised and the other one uh, is seemingly at the precipice of being morally thoroughly compromised past the point of no return uh when it comes to dealing with the situation now she doesn't give a shit if everything burns to ash but could it be after that that she decides to have a change of heart i don't know i think they could do a lot more interesting things for for renera but i do think that her actions are going to be what is going to isolate her that's the thing that renera does best is she (laughs) you know so happy when she got Rainus on her side but it's like there's a reason why Rainus took this long 25 fucking years to get on her side and uh it's gonna be unfortunate that all of that caution was was not unfounded because once you do have her in that position of power the one that seems far more attractive uh because it is being at least upheld by a woman Rainus unfortunately got in bed with the man that's with her that she doesn't necessarily control as much as it may seem she does um what else do i want to talk about in this spoiler section i think that's about it the beast beneath the boards yeah that's why that's where i actually thought it was gonna end I didn't want it to end with that scene though because I did think that's definitely a season two opener because I think it sets the tone for all of the 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 shits that's about to happen because they was about to do some crazy ass shit that I don't think anybody could really truly like yeah he's gonna have that moment of later on but he gonna he, he gonna he gonna go through some stuff and they better not make him and Nettles romantic I'm not down for that I I, I no mm-mm mm-mm nope (laughs) i would i would appreciate it better if they give it to a fatherly thing and i think they really can make it come full circle and it'd be compelling but that's another reason why i think people like damon it's because out of the uh out of all the blacks he's the only person that does have any type of depth but at the same time he's the only true warrior they have which is why i'm looking forward to a lot more characters coming i think that's going to be the smartest thing they can do is get the other people that are involved involved and let us get more involved attached to them on both green and black side because um the heads of these are pretty are pretty horrific because even otto and his uh and his everyone just fucks up so i said i don't i don't i don't know how you could choose green or blacks um the book still came away with some people being like yeah i was still a house black and i'm like really after, even after blood and cheese i don't know i don't know but what they lose all of them is uh i think it's the true tragedy and when it comes down to loss no one's gonna feel it more than those children but Bela, what the fuck why did not have her with her short hair why did not have her riding her dragon trying to be giddy up for warfare like all of that was in it right now her kissing stable boys to the point that she needed to be engaged all of that needed to go down why why did you take that away from me 
<laughs> i really I, I just that was one of the best parts i was looking forward to because she shut such a little spitfire and uh she is a lot more like her father but she's not her father and i wanted that from the very brief lena that we got are they ever going to do anything with lenor i i saw a crack ship theory that lenor may come back and take the place of the other heir that that bela i believe gets married to in the end to take over driftmark and if you haven't read the books i'm just talking in generalizations but why would you even need to <laughs> that's not i don't i don't want that to happen <laughs> so take that take that off the table please fellow book readers i don't want it all right that's all i got once again uh peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>